This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. You guys ever meet Herbeck? I mean, not Herbeck, uh, Puckett? No, of course no. not. Oh, you didn't? Too young. Do you mean, of course not. Because he was a legend and I was like a baby when he was a legend. So yeah, it's like. I don't want to be too gruff with you here, but Kirby Puckett was interested in one thing and you have one. So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> my brain? Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. my brain. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was 100% it's accurate. It's your flip flicker flicker yet. That's it? <laughs> yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would exactly flip it over, right. but no, I wouldn't. Sorry. Uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, I didn't really know Puckett. Well, I met him several times, but I didn't really know him all that well. He was, he was an interesting guy, I'll tell you that. My favorite thing about that guy is when they asked about his adopted kids, he was like, oh, they ain't rich. I'm rich. Yeah. They ain't rich. They oh, get yeah. nothing. They yeah. get they get they get my name. They get to be Kirby Puckett's kids. That's what they get. They get nothing. That's not arrogant at all, is it? No. A lot of it, yeah, that's a lot of attachment issues mm-hmm. right there to cut through. I will tell you something. His teammates loved him though, man. Oh yeah. They really? loved him. Oh yeah. So he's a good team member. Yes, he was a great team member. He, right. And he literally used to come in a clubhouse when they they say they lost a couple in a row. You come in the clubhouse and go, all right, boys, hop on my back. We're winning it today. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is wonderful. Allegedly, was he getting in trouble for being promiscuous or paying for it? I don't think he ever paid. Did he pay for it? I don't think he paid for it. I think he kind of, yeah, he had a little bit of a wandering eye, no pun intended, but he did kind of like the ladies a little bit. And I Mm -hmm. think there may have been, see, this is where we get into the, when, you know, when Kirby Puckett passed, they have to put in the Hall of Famer with a troubling past of yeah. domestic violence. And you're yeah. like, oh, come on, can we just leave it at that, that he was just a good baseball player? I hate that when they do that. But uh, I do believe that there was a couple of times where he had a couple of strikes against him. I'm not sure exactly what that entails, but I do remember there's a couple of stories in did, there. Did he get violent with women? I didn't even know that. I, You know, I, I don't think he got violent with women, but I do believe that there were, like, domestic... Oh. You know, times where the cops were called. I'm not saying that he ever, like, hit anybody, but maybe the, right. the neighbors had heard, overheard, like, an argument, and then they had to show up, and then it got on record that Kirby Puckett had a, a police, you know, a, a showing at his house or something. Right. So, yeah. Right. It's true, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, latest headline in the Star Tribune, Biden shores up Democrats. McCarthy scrambles for support ahead of debt ceiling vote. That's because of that one guy we're talking about. I can't remember. This guy's just being a prick. I mean, it's going to happen. He's just trying to make himself look better by arguing against everything. So once you just shut up, sir, we'll get this deal done. We'll pay our bills and move forward. And why don't we do this? Instead of handing out dough to people sitting around in their ass, why don't we pay our bills with that money? What do you say? I think that sounds great. Yeah, do you think it's a good idea? I'll vote for you. Ask not (laughs) what your country can do for you, but what Tommy B can do at a bar. Do you no, ever have funny. moments where you go, I wonder what this person's going to, how they're going to respond. And I was thinking, what, if, what is he going to say when I say I'll vote for you? And you quoting uh, Kennedy KFK. was not what I was expecting no, at all. No. And it just kind of broke my brain in a nice way. You have to remember, though, that, that JFK was the very first Roman Catholic president. And that, to my mother, was huge. Yeah. But then they thought he was going to turn, uh, for some reason, they thought because he was a... Uh, a Catholic, he was going to turn the country over to the Pope. 
<laughs> People literally thought that, that he was just going to hand over America to the Pope. And the Pope's like, I don't want this. I, I don't want your country. I got a, <laughs> I got my own palace over here in Rome. Like, I'm good. What the hell I want to hang out with you for? Vatican City. You ever heard of it, yeah. bitch? Yeah. <laughs> ever heard of it, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if the Pope called somebody a bitch. Yeah, let me tell you, Cardinal, what's his name? What a bitch. Vatican City. You ever heard of it, bitch? Bitch. So, I don't know. Uh, DFL punishes candidate after chaotic Minneapolis convention. Party bans Nasri Warsami from seeking endorsement and fallout after support. Oh, that's where that fist fight broke out? Is that what they're talking about? I think so. Why would a fist fight break out at your own convention? I don't know, but there was also a fist fight that broke out at Valley Fair parking lot last night. Oh, and I again? thought of, See, what? Here we go I again. thought of you, Rudy and Kinley, oh, and I was like, God. Yeah. I don't know why they cleared out the parking lot. So, too bad. Uh, you know, I'm telling you, honest to God, and that one thing I really do miss about the generation before me, you did that back in their day, they would have beat your ass, I will tell you that. You get in a fist fight in a parking lot at Valley Fair, I'm going to kick you right in the nuts. They'd also be shocked by the power tower if they just... Yeah. The power tower. <laughs> Had a glimpse from mm -hmm. the past. <laughs> oh, well, what do you... Oh, I suppose we better take a break here because we got... Uh, what's his name again? It's Chris something. I can't remember. Eaglet. He smiles. Eaglet. That's right. Little baby eagle. It's Chris Eaglet. Uh, yes, we will be right back right after this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen... Oh, wait a minute. I got to read this headline first. Janet Jackson takes a less is more approach in Twin Cities concert. I didn't even know she was coming to town. Did you? Yeah, you did because you knew Allie was going to it. I didn't hear that part. You remember? You, you knew she was going oh, to Oh, I Janet thought there Jackson. was a, another band for some reason. No. I don't know why I didn't remember it was her. No. Yeah, I've always liked her. She's terrific. Whip, did whip out a titty at the Super Bowl, though. Who doesn't? Oh, yeah, who hasn't? Well, that's true. Good point. We'll take a break, and maybe Chris Egret will whip out a titty coming right, right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new Forest River RV Rockwood Rue, 19 expandable trailer, of course, that he hauls from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko Newmarket, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, full bath, exterior griddle, double door refrigerator, queen beds, and sleeps six every night in the RV Rockwood from the place that is your family-owned guide to RV trailers and truck accessories since 1965. This is Tom. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer trailer sales. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. 
So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge. Enjoy sunset from the water, entertain the kids, and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lakes in a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. With locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud, and hundreds of Benningtons in stock across all locations, the Power Lodge is your destination before you hit the lakes this summer and cruise at sunset. Fun begins at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Get some throttle therapy on land and water, millermarine.com and powerlodge.com, and you can tell them Tommy said. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. And more great news on the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free offer with promo code TOM. MyPillow 2.0, with its temperature-regulating technology, is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive the MyPillow 2.0 buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Promo code TOM or call 800-516-5146 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Eggert with us from Channel 5 Eyewitness News. So what's happening, Pally? Uh, please hold your applause. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It just gets really old. Every time your picture pops up, there's all this applause, and I just, I really have to adjust to it. You know yeah, what I mean? thank you. I appreciate the, appreciate that. Yeah, I'm coming over to the building today. What do you think of that action? Uh, I don't know, but there might be a pretty good lunch over here, because uh, there's something wafting into this room. The uh, commissary's right there. Yeah. So you'd be, uh, you might want to check that out. So how, how far are you from Susha's studio? Um... 
as far as far away as you could possibly yeah. be, actually. Yeah. Really? Oh, is yeah. that right? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty far away. Um, but there's the big um, carpet replacement that's handling uh, happening up there in radio right now. So I'd actually have to walk around even further to get over there. Wasn't he downstairs? I thought his studio was down uh, downstairs. I don't think so. I think they're on the second floor. Oh, of are the, they? That weird uh, part of the building that looks like it's from The Shining. <laughs> like when you look down this, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yes, you look I down do. that hallway yep. and it's like, it feels like it could be in a horror movie. <laughs> It's really cool, that. but like the it just got it's got a weird vibe. I will tell you, honest to God, my favorite story about that building is I'm a young 18 year old boy working at Hubbard Broadcasting's my first big job in radio. Oh my God! Right, so there's that one set of door. I don't think that one door is there anymore. They took it out, but there used to be a door where you would open one door to the right and the next door, like three steps up to the left. So I got so good at it that I'd get a full run and kick both doors open so I didn't have to actually turn the knob at all. I just kicked the doors open. Uh-oh. Kicked it one time. It went about six inches and stopped dead because I hit Mr. Hubbard Sr. right in the chest with the door. Got called in the old office, which is now Ginny Hubbard's office, by the way. Ginny Morris's office was her grandfather's office. And he suggested I probably not do that again, <laughs> if you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Good call. <laughs> Ah, uh, they, Tommy. They, they put so they got window little windows in most of the yeah, doors now. They to, do, uh, yeah, to avoid that from happening. <laughs> but I was running upstairs, uh, coming up with like a styrofoam box full of French fries and something or other that sure. I was running upstairs, and I almost ran into Mister Hubbard. Uh, thank God I didn't cause any physical harm, but it was a close call too. Not not good. It'll happen, man. Who I is- do- Who's the governor before the before Walls? What was um, his name? Dayton. Mark Dayton. Mark Dayton. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. As you as you guys bring up those hallways through there, they're so winding and they're all over the place. It's like a little labyrinth. I went friggin' chest right into Mark Dayton. Turned the corner. <laughs> It'll happen. Smoked right into that guy. And it was funny because there was about nine producers from KSTP that were walking in front of him. I was like, could you guys have not given a guy a heads up yeah. around the corner that yeah. I don't know the most powerful guy in the state. Is four feet around the corner, and I've got my headphones on, and I'm trying to work. No? Okay, sorry about that. Anyways, nice to meet you, Mr. Dayton. <laughs> Let me pick up that file for you. So I have a question. Uh, a, oh, go ahead, Tom. Very quick question. Did he know you ran into him? <laughs> he is kind of translucent. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> he can be a little dim. Let me put it that way. I, uh, I had a similar experience with Senator Al Franken when he was still uh, around. Another one of my favorites. Um. It's a weird place like that. There's all kinds of like, particularly during political seasons, there's a lot of political people around making the round, hitting the TV, then going up and doing the radio. And you just never know. You never know. God, that's the last time I talked to Al Franken, I don't even know how many years, as a many, many years ago, because he and I never got along too well because he, he liked to be the big deal. You know, that, that was his deal. Last time he was on the, the, the queue with me, he starts the interview with, well, if it isn't the great Tom Bernard. Oh, that like, drove oh, you crazy. <laughs> okay there, Shrimp Fest, shut Ooh. up. <laughs> shrimp Fest. Honest to God. Yeah, not my kind of guy. I'm sorry, but Al Franken is not my kind of guy. Mark Dayton, I, didn't, I never even met him, so I don't know. I spent some time with um, Governor Dayton at the time at his home because for whatever reason, 
we were doing a story about his dogs. He's got a, he had a couple of dogs that he absolutely just loved. And they lived in the governor's residence with them. And they had like this whole big setup for the dogs. And he and I sat in the backyard and in the snow playing with his dogs for like an hour. No. I actually really, I really enjoyed it. I found yeah. him to be a very nice, I'm, I'm not a poli- we weren't talking politics. This isn't politics aside. Right, this is just right. him as a human being. He seemed like a, ve- a very nice man. What, but kind, it was, what kind of dogs were they? I think they're like black labs, big dogs. Yeah. But it was weird because they had this whole like system of chutes and gates and fences like up on the, in the inside of the home, which, you know, is used publicly in some points, too. So I it, it was I don't know why in the world we would have been doing that, but it was it was weird. You know, I got to mention one thing. Nice. before we move on. Yeah, I do have to mention one thing that, again, this is how I kind of look at my life. I don't like Al Franken. I've never liked Al Franken. He and I have never gotten along, not once. But I did stand up that day and say, why are you firing him from the U.S. Senate for what he... He was joking around and never even touched the woman. Jesus, now you can't even go like this. Really? You get, you get fired for that now. So I, I, I supported him up and down and never heard a word from him, though. Gave him all the support I possibly could, but never heard back. So you know what, Al? Kiss my sister's black cat's ass. What do you think of that? I think that was a, you showed a lot of compassion and um, by going out on a limb. But it's true. If it's he, true, it's true. I think when that happened, he was. It was very much. Um, it was the right when people were really kind of going nuts about the Me Too stuff. Yeah, had that happened. Yeah, yeah. Had that come out six months to a year later. I think it would have been a whole different story. But, yeah, I think uh, so. Timing was everything, and that that definitely that was that was it for him at that moment. I know he's trying to get back into the, the you know the comedy oh, game and such, but I think oh, is so. He? Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. I know, it was on. Uh, was that Trevor Horrible? Yeah, whatever that no, Trevor, was. Trevor Noah. Noah. Oh my yeah. God, was he horrible on television? What an arrogant prick that guy was. Trevor Trevor Noah, you're saying? Yes. Okay. Ugh. He's quitting. He quit, right? Yeah, he did. He's quitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What he moved? Is he from Australia or something originally? Hey, he's from uh, South Africa. Oh, South Africa. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I never watched. I I saw the show like twice with him. He was just not my kind of guy. I'm sorry. I compare everybody to Johnny Carson. So good luck to you. Hi yo. Hi yo. And I did. I'm telling you, Ed McMahon was a huge part of that. Oh he, my God. It makes me think of the, remember the Saturday Night Live skits when um, Phil Hartman would be. Oh, yeah. Ed McMahon. He would be Ed McMahon. <laughs> he was, because Phil Hartman was so obnoxious. Yes. And I remember one, they, they cut over to Ed and he was eating a can of Alpo. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was selling it on TV. That's so. what I mean. <laughs> I mean, you know. It was so stupid and like the most basic humor. But whenever I think of Ed McMahon, I, I think of that, it, which is just funny. That's this many so years funny. later. Did Phil Hartman's wife shoot him or something? What happened? Yeah. So she shot him. Yeah. It was I very, thought so. Very, yeah. very sad. Yeah. Jesus. Whatever happened to her? She killed herself right after that. Oh, did you? Because she was from Minnesota, I believe, wasn't she? I th- man, I, I can't remember all the details, but yeah, I think. it ha- happened at his home. Yeah. And, um, yep. and there were people that were trying to reach out to her days before this saying, like, I don't think she's in a good place. 
and Phil was also trying to get her some help, and then it just right. oh, it was it was that was because yep. he was the quintessential Saturday Night Live cast member. I agree, hands down. I agree, I, and I think if you ask anybody, Dana Carvey, if you ask Mike Myers, if you ask all the heavy hitters, David Spade, they would all go. Phil Hartman was the best. You yeah. couldn't find anybody yep. when he did uh, Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer. What a weird concept, but it worked. So funny. I'm just a caveman. Just an average caveman. And it just worked with that guy. Everything he did. He was good. He just committed. No matter how silly the bit, he would commit. He was funny. And his Bill Clinton, when he would always uh, walk in, he walked into McDonald's that time on a run to go eat fries. Yes. How long ago was that that he was on Saturday Night Live? Uh, I think he died in 96, 97. 30 years, probably. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the last time I saw Saturday Night Live was when he was still on it. So I haven't watched that show in almost 30 years. Yeah, you haven't missed much. Oh, my God. When that woman sat down and played Hallelujah on the piano, I wanted to vomit. Yeah, Kate McKinnon. Uh, yeah, he Kate. died May 28th. Oh, wow, May 28th. So just recently, the oh, anniversary, wow. May 28th of 1998. God, 25 years ago already. Mm-hmm. Jesus. That's too wow. bad because Phil Hartman was a very, very talented guy, no question about it. But, but Saturday Night Live is not even worth tuning into anymore. I haven't yeah. watched it in literally a quarter of a century. It's pretty bad. Everybody that they really had heard. that was kind of somewhat okay, uh, you know, the Melissa Villasenor's stuff like that, She yeah. she's moved on, Kate McKinnon's moved on, everybody that was just... The only person who hasn't is uh, Keenan Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't moved on yet? And, and it's been... I mean, he's been on that yeah. show, now, I think, like 19 seasons. Oh, has he really? Longest running cast member, yeah. I'm going to say something possibly controversial. It's because he's meh. He's just kind of, he's, he's... He's nothing. You know what I mean? Like, you don't think of a character. Besides, he does the uh, Alexa commercial that we really like, that one. Alizé. You know, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He did yeah. that really well. But I would have to say, there's not like a standout character he does. He knows that this is probably where he needs to stay. I don't know. His Steve Harvey is pretty funny. It's okay. Yeah. 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 Steve Look, Harvey. I, I, Brittany, I, I'm, I'm with you on this one. Thanks. I don't... I don't not like him, but yeah. I don't. I don't like every time he does a skit. It's kind of the same guy. I think, just yeah. sort of a different version of it. He plays. Rudy, the, you not feeling that? He plays the straight guy a lot in in the stuff. You know, the one that has to go like everything here is crazy. I'm I'm the normal one, and I don't see him. Him. He left SNL. I don't see him doing some big project. So I feel like he knows no. where his bread is buttered, and he's going to stay there. A lot of times with SNL, they leave because they want to do so much more because it's so mm-hmm. time consuming. Mm-hmm. But I feel like. Keenan's making the right move. Yeah. <laughs> Stay. Sticking it out. Well, he's seeing that guy's like, what's his name? Like, Taron Kellen? Is that, was, was that his name? Keenan and Kell, yeah. No, no, no. He was the, uh, um, he was on the show. He was a, a white guy. Oh, I don't know. He, he went on the ABC to do a, a show for like a cup of coffee. But everybody thought he was going to be the next big thing when he left Saturday Night Live, and it didn't pan out. And you're right. I think Keenan is watching all of these people go on and be like, right. I'm, I'm going to do right. movies. I'm going to do this. I'm yeah. going to do that. Kate McKinnon has done basically nothing since she left Saturday nothing. Night Live. She had yeah. Ghostbusters right at the end, and mm-hmm. that has been it. Yep. So, I mean, is it is the show good at all anymore? Every once in a while, they do have a couple of guys on there that are, uh, is it, uh, what's his name, Mikey something? Um, Chris Red was on. Oh, Chris Red was so good. When he would do Kanye West, that was. Yeah, he was pretty good. That was really good. I never and, saw that. But they have like one or two people on there that are kind of standouts. And when I say standouts, I mean you've never even heard of them. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just one of these things. It's just been around so long that they just keep pumping money into it. It's 
Colin, what's his face still on there? The one's married to the movie star. Yes. St- still is yes. Colin Jost. Yep, Colin he's still Jost. on. There yeah, Michael yeah. Shea is still on. He was supposed to leave yeah. and decided to stick it out. Oh, okay. Yeah, he came back yeah. before before he technically even left. Like yeah. I don't think he he left in between seasons and um and then came back. So it was there was no interruption in his being on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. It's like feel like one out of about every seven skits hits. Really? And it's funny, but yeah, not not great, huh? Yeah. I mean, unlike you guys, where every bit hits. Oh, no well, yes. Oh, it's just a given. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. One of those deals. Um, yeah, the, all those guys. I was just thinking back of all those guys that were around. What the hell happened to all of those people? That uh, Colin Quinn, what the hell ever happened to him? Still in, in New York at the Comedy Cellar every night. Oh, dis- is he? Destroying. Yes, he does a one-man show at a theater just around the corner from the Comedy Cellar. It is sold out. I mean, I think he does it like four nights a week. It's sold out every single time. Because I loved him on yeah. Saturday Night Live. I thought he was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have an email for Chris. If Don't, don't you can't use the F word. I told you that. Well, I'll, I'll work around it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Amanda. Tell that son of a beep, 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 beep. I, I save those for later. I write back yeah, for exactly. those ones. Um, all right. Amanda wrote in, good morning. I have a quick quick question for Chris. Does he know what happened with the E-Tabs bill in the legislature? I knew they were trying to take away some features of the E-Tabs. Thanks, Amanda. Uh, I, I do have an answer to that. I do believe those restrictions did get put into place. Um, it was part of a tax bill and I'm almost positive that that passed and yeah, it's going to put some really big changes on the, uh, e-poll tabs because basically they were set up to do multiple polls at one time, which made them almost like a slot machine. Oh, and so the argument was it was too much like a slot machine and the tribal casinos did not. They were not into that, and I, I think it, I think it got those restrictions did get put into place, and that's a big thing for a lot of charities. Um, what does it say? Six point three million dollar a day business. Really? They, yeah, they wow. they paid off a big chunk of Viking Stadium, which I remember back when that was when that thing was pitched, and I remember them saying they're going to pay off the stadium. You remember the People's Stadium mm-hmm. with um. With e-poll tabs, I was like, no way they're going to make that much money. But they, they apparently did make quite a bit of money. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so that, that is, that's, a, that's a big thing. I'm glad they asked about that. Thanks, Chris. You're so knowledgeable. Very uh, knowledgeable. Thank you, Brittany. Mm-hmm. I always like to have a, a working knowledge of today's top stories right up here in my head. Oh, God. Boy, look at the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I hey, Tommy, were you, were you buddies? What was your relationship with Jesse Ventura? Uh, early on, it was very, very good. For the last 25 years, not so great. Okay. I thought I remember you talking about him before. Yeah, Jesse. I, well, again, the, the tough part, uh, to just go back uh, about half an hour ago, um, my wife and his wife were very, very good friends. His daughter, Jade, was our uh, babysitter his son, nice kid. His wife and, and kids are really, really nice people. And Jesse is too. Jesse's just... I think the problem that, and it's not intentional on either one of our parts, and I'm not comparing myself to Jesse or anybody else, but I think when you get two like big personalities together, and I don't mean famous, I just mean a, that big personality, they hardly ever, it hardly ever works out well. Let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. I, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Were it, you guys, 
were you guys talking about him because of the he was there for the yeah, marijuana for the okay, marijuana yeah. deal? Yeah, I was going to bring that up, so I assume you okay, got it. So, what yeah. do you think of that whole deal? When are you going to start hitting the pipe? <laughs> I'm going to show <laughs> my. Uh, I don't know. I've lived in cities that have legalized. Um, I'm not a. I'm not a prude. I'm, I don't care. Mm-hmm. It, it does change the dynamic it of does, yes. a city, though. And yep. I, I don't know that everyone quite realizes how much that will change. Um, and, I mean, other cities do it, and I guess it all works out. Um, otherwise, they wouldn't continue to do it. Yeah. But, I mean, I think of the last time I was in Seattle or – in New York City or Las Vegas or I mean you you can't be out and about walking in busy areas it's absolutely everywhere. Now Denver's the same way. Denver's the same way. It is. Yeah. Um I mean I don't have little kids anymore. Now I worry about it for different reasons. I've got a kid who just turned 18 and um you know I I don't know. I have a question for you. I have a question for everybody on the show actually. Mm-hmm. How is it okay to sell a product that you have to in its form they're talking about, that you have to smoke. I, I, I don't think we should be encouraging people to smoke marijuana. It's not good for you. It's just as bad for you smoking cigarettes. Why are we selling something that'll kill people? You mean like the, you're talking about like pure debris and lungs kind of concept. Yeah, just like smoking a cigarette, smoking a joint. You, it's not good for you. Now, you can do all the THC you want. I got no problem with that at all. But I wouldn't be smoking it. No way would I smoke that crap. I mean, I think going after things that people know are bad for them is a is a, is a just it, w- it wouldn't fly. You can't just tell people this is bad for you. We're not going to do it because that they would, did with cigarettes. But we still sell them. I, we still sell them, but nowhere near like we used to. This oh my true. god! You could get those. You could go to like Toys R Us and buy a. Carton. Yeah. Well, now they're like twenty five dollars a pack too. Yeah. So that's true. That. It's expensive. That yeah. is true. It, it, they are literally like twelve bucks a pack, are they? Not? It is. Yeah, it's eleven, twelve bucks. You know how much it was when I smoked? Because I the last time I ever smoked, I was twenty one years old. So that was a long, wow. long time. Ago. How much was a pack? Thirty one cents. Holy buckets! Yeah, that's true. When I was when I was seventeen years old, I used to give my friend Matt a five dollar bill, and yeah. he could walk out uh, and get me a pack of Marbreds and a tin of Kodiak chew. And go. it would and it would come to like four ninety seven. There you go. And man, you couldn't even get near that today. No. You just named my college lunch every day. <laughs> yeah. Bleak. Yeah. I wore Bleak, a size twenty nine pants. Sure. <laughs> Super skinny, but filled with yeah, nicotine. Right. Oh, that's right. funny. Oh my god, remember the nicotine deal. Yeah, I stopped smoking. I can't believe that was fifty years ago already. I don't even think about that. Yeah, I was I don't know that I ever really smoked though, because since I French inhaled, did it ever get into my lungs or just in the back of my throat and then I exhaled it? I'm sure you still get particles. Mm-hmm. A little bit, but sure. nowhere near as much as if you inhaled it straight into your lungs. Oh, I loved smoking cigarettes. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> it's all sad in here now. Loved it. I mean, I have no interest now. I can't, when you smell it, I feel sick. But there is something about just like you talk about the inhaling or taking a smoke break. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, here's my tri- the trifecta. You ready? Mm-hmm. I started with Old Gold. Yep. And then I went to uh, Lark. Remember Lark cigarettes? No, They're I don't remember any of these. Okay. Oh, well, you don't remember Old Gold. They're still around, aren't they? I, think. I believe so, yeah. I think they mm-hmm. are. 
And then I wrapped her up with Cool Miles, baby. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you're so uh, even keel. My dad used to smoke Cools, man. Yeah. I, whenever I, <laughs> I'm like, whenever I see some menthols, I'm like, aw. Dad. Rest in peace, Dad. I do want to point one thing out. And I, you know, Chris, I tried to, I called them both, left a message. I said, look, for Wednesday's show, we're all going to wear uh, a light blue or green shirt. And you and I, of course, followed the, you know, look at that. Dang we, we look like we, we belong on a yeah. team, you know what I mean? I got a white shirt underneath. Do you? Yeah. Some people adhere to team rules and I know. Others, think, others think they're above the team. It and never that, stops. That is... I, well, Brittany and I are the Allen Iversons <laughs> of podcasting. AI, baby. He was a calm individual, wasn't he? Yeah, wasn't he? Sure. Very laid back, no question about it, but... So that's the deal. We just uh, don't smoke anymore, don't drink anymore. I don't do shit anymore. I don't do anything. I know. We're so lame. We, we do really take are these lame. gummies that I melted all together in my <laughs> car. The ones are over here. They're just one gummy one. now. Look, let me show you something. So I bought Hello. these cause to contribute because Tom buys our gummies, and I was like, I'll buy it. And then I left it in the car, and now okay, it's just one giant gummy. I'm even going to show you this way because they hang on the roof of it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Uh, they were in her car, so they're just one big mass now. For like a whole uh, day yesterday. Here's the thing. I think it'll make us bond. I'll take a bite. I'll take us bond. And then you'll take a bite, it'll and it'll just work me. on it. Like an apple, as Rudy said earlier. Yeah. You'll eat it like an apple. Yeah, yeah. we'll pass be it wonderful. around. Take a hit, pass it up. <laughs> so uh, we got, uh, you know, Judd's coming up in about... 15 minutes, something like that. So we're going to be talking about the fact that I did not watch a Twins game last night because I told myself, I guarantee you there's no way you're going to win this game. No way. Now, I did hear yesterday, too, and I don't know that this is true. Part of it is true, I know. But I had heard yesterday that the Twins signed uh, Rocco to a two- or three-year extension. I think I did read that, too. Right. But the initial report I heard, and I know I heard this, was they signed him for $33 million? Wasn't he making like eight hundred grand a year or something? Hmm. That can't be true, can it? $33 million for three years for him? Dang. That's a lot of money, man. I, I don't believe that's true, but I did see that on the, on the uh, television news yep. last night. Did you, uh, you, you had to have met Paul Molitor before, right? Oh, yeah, I've met him many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably liked him, right? He seemed like a... Well, very even-keel guy, and he... he yeah. My younger brother and his younger brother worked together at, at the beginning at Northwest Orient Airlines. What do you think? Of okay. That? They were yep. baggage handlers. His brother and my brother both were. Oh, nice. But, yeah, I, I don't know him really. I don't know Molitor really, really well, but I've met him several times. He's a very even keel guy, not a big talker. No. I, well, I just I think about him versus Baldelli and, you know, Mol, yeah. Molly at a yep. news conference or something. You know, he's always right here and uh, not not what you would consider like a prolific baseball personality. No. But I, I I did a bowling event with him a number of years ago and like it was just me and him bowling with some other people. So you I got to spend like an hour and a half with him. With Rocco? No. With, with Paul. Uh, oh, with Paul? Paul Molitor. Not a lot of talking, baby. No, but like <laughs> I really liked it. Like he was just. Yeah. He was like a typical Midwest guy. Like. Yep. I'm not going to sit here and we're not going to bullshit and blow smoke, you know, the whole time. Right. We're, you know, we just had a nice conversation and I, I, I really enjoyed him. And I don't know Baldelli that much. I, I, mm-hmm. 
I do know he's a little bit more of a prolific personality, but I also know that people give him a lot of crap for some of his um, his management techniques, like resting. You know, although I don't think right. there, he's been resting players as much this year as as kind of what he had done in years past. What I've been hearing, but exactly. Well, you, we should have him on the show and like go after Italians the whole time he's on. Rocco Bodelli. We always on the news when his name comes because <laughs> I'm because I'm so unprofessional. But whenever his name comes up. Barlow and I will be like, Arocco Bodelli. And, uh, <laughs> I grew up with those guys. Yeah. Oh, honest to God. I remember some of my friends' fathers were right from Italy. Uh, Tomasa. It's like, my name is Tom. <laughs> Tomasa. Tomasa. <laughs> Tomasa, how are you doing? <laughs> That's why you walk around that. saying mozzarella the way you do. Mozzarella. I loved it, no question about it. So everything else is good. Yeah, it's going to be hot like for the next week in the 90s. That's another big thing we're watching because schools are still in session and uh, it doesn't sound like it's going to be heat cancel. It's not going to be like canceling school hot, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be getting in that, you know, getting in that possibility with it so hot so Wouldn't that's have to be a hundred is that what they're looking for yeah i think that heat in it Jesus. Heat index needs to be pushing up toward a hundred although we were talking to ken about it this morning he said he actually the the air quality issue might come into play more so than the um heat over the next week or so oh. so i guess we'll see did you tell him that we included him in the kb club even though he's not on this show because yes. Catherine brandt is kb1 you got Kristen Burt's KB2, and then Ken Barlow is KB3. So we got yeah. KB1, 2, and 3. All. Um, all great KBs as far as I'm concerned. Well, there's no getting around it. There. You can't even argue the point. Nope. And then we're going to change his name to Kent Burbeck so he can be KB4. What do you think? How about I love Burbeck? It. Although I do, I'll never forget, 1981 or 82, whenever it was, when Herbeck first came up. Bob Casey, who was the stadium announcer, I loved Bob. What a great guy. Uh, Scott, I'd be walking the Skyway system. This is like, you know, 35 years ago. Walking the Skyway system, all of a sudden I'd hear, Bernard! It's like, oh, God. He was like two <laughs> blocks away, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Bob Casey, <laughs> belting it out. Uh, great guy, though. But, but uh, the first time he introduced Kent Herbeck, coming to the plate, came up from single A, by the way. People might not realize it. He came up yeah. from single A to the majors. That's a big jump. Mm-hmm. Got it. But as he's coming to the plate, ladies and gentlemen, now batting, Kent Raybeck. <laughs> <laughs> he called him Kent Raybeck. I'll never oh, forget Oh, that's funny. But who the hell would HRB? How the hell do you pronounce HRB? If I yeah. saw that name, if I was in Chris's position and I saw that name on a story, I would just f- f- faint. I would just well, you can tell the people who aren't from here when his name comes oh, up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Panic would set. And I, like, secretly <laughs> laugh inside. I'm like, ah, you don't know her back. I don't you know, know a damn thing. You're out of the mix. That's all yep. we're saying. In any case, young man, I will, uh, so maybe I'll, are you going to still be around at, uh, like, 11.30, quarter to 12? Mm, not here. No, I'll be gone. Oh, Jesus. Do you Sorry, I love that. I'd love to have lunch at the at the commissary over here, but yeah, lunch at the going. commissary, that's it. No question. Yeah. I'm still well, trying I'd to put to the, hang out, but. I'm still trying to put together that meat wagon ice cream truck thing at my house, but I'm in. The ninth the ninth is uh, June ninth. Does that work for the three of you? Uh, that's a uh, Friday, right? It's a Friday. Yeah. Uh I, yeah, I could do it. I got family coming to town that afternoon, late evening. 
Well, but bring, uh, a they, late evening, okay. Yeah, they could probably hang and find something to do if need be. Or they could come over and eat free ice cream and. Nope, not this family member. Nope, they are no. definitely not. No, no, no. This is the family member I told you about the Rush story, right? When I brought him backstage to meet the band Rush, did I tell you that. No. I'll, I'll tell you. I know we got to go to break, but uh, yeah, the, after that, I was like, you know what? I don't think I can take you out in, in public anymore, my man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can do that. That mm-hmm. bad, huh? Yeah. We all got some of those. Oh, right. yeah. Well, let yeah. me figure it out because I got to ask everybody else on the show thinking about it like Tevin's coming in today I can talk to Judd we'll Uh, get to the bottom of it get to the bottom of it but yeah I mean it's going to be because I got to get the okay from the neighbors to bring in the trucks and all that stuff right but they're all invited Mm -hmm. I mean I just I want you guys to meet them I have great neighbors no doubt about it be fun all right Palomino we'll talk to you tomorrow bye guys thanks oh god you got rid of him quickly that was goodbye he got rid of him quickly. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he, he, <laughs> that was God. it. <laughs> he was gone, man. All right, we'll take a break. Be right back. That 9 o'clock hour coming up next, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I've got to say I'm feeling fantastic, and I'm not making that up. I would not tell you that I'm feeling fantastic if I'm not. As you may have heard, I've been following the fat loss program at mnfatloss.com. I've lost 24 pounds now. I've been following the program for six weeks. So that means I'm losing an average of four pounds a week, which is pretty damn good. And again, you have to remember, I have to eat out a lot, whether it's lunch or dinner or whatever, but I've learned to balance and how to handle that. So it's, the whole thing's working out great for me. I'm not good at that, I'll have a pretzel. You know what I mean? Oh, heck no. No way, oh no. So yeah, it's working out great. So yeah, I've been following the program for about six weeks now, and I can tell you it feels great to be going into summer, having lost the weight in just a few weeks' time. You will absolutely be able to lose weight like I've done and still enjoy the foods you love this summer. That's exactly the point I was trying to make. You can still enjoy the foods you love. I'm eating my favorite grilled steak and chicken along with fresh vegetables and berries, drinking lots of water. No wonder I feel great. Just, I mean, with Brittany and Rudy and then healthy. Oh, my God. How could I feel any better? You're set up to succeed, See what I'm saying? If you want to find out uh, about the secret to lose 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks like I'm doing, that's about a pound of fat every day. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell them. The team over at mnfatloss, that is. mnfatloss.com. Tom Bernard sent you. It's the Memorial Day auction from Air Mechanical. Your chance to save up to 70% on items. Like this. You can save up to 70% on these amazing items and services. Bid now on a super high-efficiency plus condensing tankless water heater from Renai. Enjoy an endless supply of hot water. Also bid on Aeroseal duct ceiling. Very effective way to improve the efficiency of heating and cooling systems by reducing air leakage. Just go to TomBernardShow.com and enter keyword auction to bid now. That's TomBernardShow.com and enter keyword auction. Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge. Enjoy sunset from the water, entertain the kids, and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Enjoy the best days of summer on your 
your favorite lakes in a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. With locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud, and hundreds of Benningtons in stock across all locations, the Power Lodge is your destination before you hit the lakes this summer and cruise at sunset. Fun begins at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Get some throttle therapy on land and water, millermarine.com and powerlodge.com, and you can tell them Tommy sent What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from radio ads to streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at hubbardinteractive.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. And I'm Tom Bernard. Amen. Oh, yes. What do you know, bro? Jesus. Al Pacino is 83 <gasps> and about to become a father at uh, 83? 29-year-old... Oh, partner. my God, really? Wow. I read this oh. yesterday and got so annoyed. As somebody who's dealt with so many infertility problems, this made me irate. I, how dare he? How dare he? How about this one? How dare Tevin Pittman is what I'd like to know. Let me grab you some headphones. <sighs> Those work? Yeah, these work. They're okay. good. You sure? Yep. His mic doesn't. No, we'll get him going yet. I just want to make sure that he's all set. Okay. Hey, Barney Cools. Bar- what the hell is Barney Cools? I don't know. It's just a shirt. That- what the hell is wrong with you? Poolside etiquette. Yeah. Oh, pardon me. You know, want to lay out by the pool, I guess. I don't know. Oh, God. Uh, we just found out that Al Pacino, who's 83 years old, just had a baby. Yeah, I heard that. And what? Wife, his the wife hell? was 29. 29. I believe, or wife, I guess the mother. Girlfriend, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Al Pacino, but Al, could you show a little responsibility? Yeah. Because well, wasn't who was um, Al Pacino, and then there was some other old De Niro. actor. De Niro, yeah. Just oh, he's had a, a big kid, ago. too, yep. yeah. Oh, so they're having a competition. <laughs> Apparently. That's about what it was. grandkids that are older what than... What are you doing? She doesn't think I can log into a computer and... I was helping him so he could keep talking with you. Well, that's true. It's a break from talking to you, so that's yeah. good. Yeah. It's a, been a rough morning with Brittany, and um, sounds oh, like. A rough life. <laughs> disaster. <laughs> it's an unmitigated disaster is all it is. Wouldn't you say that's true? Yeah. Britt, Britt. Yeah, I think that's true. You heard me, sister. You heard it here first. All right, we've got a lot of good stuff coming up. Tevin Pittman just walked in. So how's the weather outside? It's like 74. Oh, it's, beautiful. And it's beautiful. That's what I heard. And it's like just it, really nice. It makes me wish that there was a, a Twins Day game to just go sit outside and watch. Yeah, they're in Houston, man. Yeah. You're going to have to go to Houston, hang out there. Catch a quick flight. 
my least favorite city in America. Your least favorite? Yeah, I don't Why? like Houston. I don't know. I just the, the highway system sucks. It does suck. It's, it's terrible. It's such a big city that yes. it takes every. It takes like an hour. It feels like to get anywhere. That's exactly and then what rains, I don't like about. And when it rains, it floods like crazy. Yep. And but I mean, other than that, it's a great place. Other than the fact you can't get anywhere within two hours, yeah. but other than that, it's good. That. I don't know. I, I don't know any of the people in Houston. I don't know anybody from. I don't think I know anybody from. Well, a couple of comedians I know that are from Houston. Moon. Well, that's right. Moon's from Houston. I forgot about that. No wonder I hate the place. Says a lot about Houston. It really does. Mm-hmm. We got to have Moon on the show. Oh. I love Moon. He's a great guy. His wife's much too far too good for him. You know, I know we joke a lot of times about people who's like they've outpunted their coverage when it comes to their wives. Oh, like their yeah. wives are the best. That is one guy that I can honestly say his wife is far too good for him. There's no doubt about Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yes. There's no getting around it, ladies and gentlemen. She's very pleasant, too. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. She's a very, very sweet person. Very pleasant, as a matter of fact. So, Tevin, what's the latest? The latest? Um, not a whole lot. I'm officially now done at... Uh at Walzer. So oh, that's, yeah? Yep, that's Me fun. too. Yeah. Oh, so we have really? That so is Doug Sprinthal. <laughs> yeah, it's just We're all done now. Now I feel kind of jealous. Should I get hired and then immediately get fired? <laughs> okay, well, first of all, nobody was fired. Okay. <laughs> oh, I just meant for my life down. path. Oh, I don't know if that's right, true right. or not. Okay, somebody well, I was say, fired. I shouldn't say nobody was. I was personally not fired. He, he felt offended by that. Right, you're just going to c- accuse a black guy of getting okay. fired, Brittany. Yeah, you're not the first black person I have accused of that today. Day, sir, <laughs> right. it's been a busy morning. Thank you very much. Yeah, not surprised. Yeah, it's one of those situations where there's one person over in that building. Mm-hmm. If I ever see him again, he ain't gonna like it. I can oh, promise you that. Stop. <laughs> I'll do some damage you won't walk away from. By law, we have to say that you will walk away, and we right. won't do any no, damage. This is not a direct threat to anybody. <laughs> why not? I like threatening people. I know. That's why my no, job, I, I literally get paid just walk around and go, that was a joke. <laughs> You're the walking disclaimer. <laughs> Allegedly. Yep. This is for entertainment purposes only. So you, uh, what were you doing at Walzer? Oh, I was just in sales. And then I just no. got too much with my like side gig that I couldn't do both. So. All right, so what are you going to do now? Uh, so, like, my summer is completely booked with, like, weddings and events. Oh, yeah. DJ and stuff yeah, like that. And so good. it was, like, the money that I make doing that, something that mm-hmm. I like to do, makes more sense than sitting there and Indeed. wasting away. Well, Dougie has a new job. We're going to find out about that, which is good because I love Doug Sprinthal. I worked with him 14 years at Walzer. So we're going to continue to work together. He's going to come on the show. He's got a lot of stuff going. So it just people people get very weird. They just do. Yeah. I don't know. I'll show you how it's done. Oh, will ya? Okay, good for you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.